All right, back to talking about Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts. Colts play tomorrow night on Amazon Prime. If you're local in Indiana, they play on RTV6 TV, not Fox 59 or CBS 4. The Jonathan Taylor thing can unspool in a number of different ways, all kinds of different ways. We're going to talk about the best way that it could unspool and several really, really bad ways that this could all come to fruition and Jonathan Taylor may separate or not separate with the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about all of those. We'll talk a little bit about the game tomorrow night and what we hope to see during that game. And what I'd like to see, I'd like to see the offense function a little bit. That would be a good thing. Uh, We'll talk about the Cubs a little bit. They were tied in the top of the eighth at four just a moment ago, right before I came out here. And we will talk about Indiana football. Indiana football, according to Tom Allen, they have made their choice. They've got their quarterback. But they're not going to tell anybody who. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. Brought to you by the great people of the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. Coming up Friday through Sunday, this is chainsaw art. All carved with a chainsaw. Very, very cool. Painted. Really, really fun. You can buy things like that, art like that, at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival up at the Boone County Fairgrounds. It's awesome. Just a great event. You're going to see all kinds of stuff. And if you're in the wood industry, you're going to be able to get a lot of equipment that's going to be able to cut wood, remove wood, all that kind of stuff. It is a wonderful, wonderful festival. We bought two pieces of uh, chainsaw art over the last couple of years at the uh, Hoosier Hardwood Festival. We recommend it highly, Julie and I do. Boone County Fairgrounds this weekend, beginning Friday, running through Sunday. All right. Uh, If you want to win, you want a chance to win the Anthony Richardson beautiful Indiana Knights jersey. Right, it's the alternate jersey. It's got the stripe here. It's got the black trim around the numbers. Just awesome. When I get it, I'm going to send it to somebody. It's being shipped to the house. I hope I get it today. Then tomorrow morning, we're going to send it to somebody to be entered. You need to subscribe to this channel and to the Two Big Brains channel where Dan and I do shows. We'll do our next show. It's scheduled for Friday. Sometimes life gets in the way. That's just the way it is. And, and that could happen. But subscribe to both these channels and you got a chance to win as long as you DM me. You got to DM me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. So I got a place to notify you that you've won and a place where I can get your name, address, so forth, so I can ship the thing to you. How about that? All right, make sure you like the video because it's the polite thing to do. Who's your hospitality at its finest? is liking a video that you enjoy. And if you want to make a donation, you make a donation. I will see the, uh, the comment that you make along with the donation. I'll answer your question if you have one. I'll read your comment if you have one of those. If you're just saying thank you, I'll tell people you said thanks. That's what we do. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. Before we get to the best and the worst, I want to read a tweet from Stephen Holder. And this isn't being critical of Stephen Holder. Uh, Stephen Holder tweeted, Jonathan Taylor is extremely intelligent and his own man. This perspective ignores a basic reality. Jonathan Taylor considered lots of agents and purposely chose 
his current representative. So, dot, dot, dot. All right, here's the thing. I know lots of really, really smart people, extremely intelligent people, uh, just as smart as Jonathan Taylor. And they can't hire their way out of a paper bag. They always choose the wrong person to hire. I see it all the time. In media, in business, it happens constantly. Intellect and the ability to choose someone to delegate authority to, they're not mutually exclusive, but they sure as hell aren't mutually inclusive either. Intellect has nothing to do with the ability to hire and select your own agent. It just doesn't. That, and I tweeted that at Stephen Holder as a reply. That's just the way it is. Why, well, you can be brilliant and not be able to hire anybody. You think you got to be the smartest person in the room, so maybe you hire people who you can just use as widgets, and that is a terrible way to hire. All right, let's talk about the ways that this could unfurl in a negative direction, and then we'll get the way to, that it could wind up being really, really good. Here's one way. The Colts act on their own to deal Taylor on their own terms alone without regard to Taylor's desire for more money. So the Colts go out and they make a trade with, let's say, the Dolphins. And they pick up a first-round pick and ship Jonathan Taylor there. Well, the Dolphins don't have all that much cap space. So I think it's $11.5 million. And maybe Jonathan Taylor wants to negotiate a deal that would uh, involve more money than that. Well, what's he do then? Demand another trade? It's unlikely the Dolphins would execute that kind of trade, but it's unlikely anybody at this point would trade for Jonathan Taylor anyway, given the Colts' stated desire to get first-round draft pick value. Plus, the thing with the Dolphins is this. They've got a first and a second rounder, but no third and no fourth. All right? That's not so good for the Colts. Uh, they would like to get a second and a fourth at minimum, or the first, which the Dolphins are not going to want to part with for Jonathan Taylor's services, given that they're going to have to pay Jonathan Taylor a healthy bounty on top of the $4.3 million he's already scheduled to make. Uh, Taylor's agent negotiates a deal with a team that gives Taylor every dime he wants, but the team will only give up a fourth-round pick, and the Colts say no. So Jonathan Taylor not going to get what he wants, and he's going to have to stay with the Colts because the Colts aren't going to take a fourth-round pick in exchange for Jonathan Taylor, assuming that the Colts hold firm to their desire, their stated desire to get first-round value. Rich Rodeman, thank you very much for the buck 99. Very, very nice of you. Here's another one. Taylor can't get a deal and has to come back to the Colts, and the Colts tell him to get bent over getting an extension. We're not giving you an extension. You're going to take your 4.3, and you're going to like it. And if you don't like it, you can sit, and you can make your 4.3 next year. If the Colts want to play hardball, they can, and they can make this really unpleasant for Jonathan Taylor. They can do that. It is within their rights as the contract holder to do that with Jonathan Taylor and force him to play for them for 4.3 at some point in the future. Because if he holds out this year, that doesn't negate the contract year. That just kicks it down the can to 24. The Colts have all the leverage. And the only way for Jonathan Taylor to extricate himself from this is for the Colts to say, okay, 
the Colts have to acquiesce or be provided enough value to make it worth their while. Uh, Jim Irsay views whatever happens as a victory. What that means is that Jim Irsay says, we win. We win if Jonathan Taylor sits. We win if we only get a fourth-round pick for Jonathan Taylor. No matter what happens, Jim Irsay on the back end says, we won. Because we want to go 3-14. and 14. We want to be in the Marvin Harrison Jr. sweepstakes. We're not worried about winning because we sell a lot of season tickets and swag already, and we are moving merch at a record level because we took Anthony Richardson fourth. So why are we busting our hump to win when we're going to get as much money as we would have anyway? That's a loss for the fan. Probably a win for Jonathan Taylor. And how do the Colts lose as a franchise in the NFL, which is a money-printing machine? The most likely is the best result for all. And that's the good news for you. It's good news for me. It's good news for Jonathan Taylor, for the Colts. Maybe they don't see it that way in the short term. At least Jonathan Taylor wouldn't. But here it is. Um, that the market is soft for Taylor, which it is. The Colts keep him for a fa with a face-saving deal. Let's say three years, including 2023, a bonus in 2023 that guarantees him in the neighborhood of $30 million. That's a win-win-win. Everybody wins. Fans win or say wins. Taylor wins. Everybody wins. It's a good thing. Taylor's precarious health. Here are four things to remember. Four important things to remember. Taylor's health is kind of precarious. There's a lot of use that has, has been spent at Wisconsin and with the Colts. And teams acquiring him, that's why Jonathan Taylor dropped to 41st in the second round in, in 2020. Because teams knew that he ran a lot at Wisconsin. And every run, that you can look at the actuarial tables, every run you attempt drops you a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. Saw... Uh, Chris Johnson with Dan Dockage on OutKick talking about every single run is a car wreck. It's a collision. It's a running back going 20. It's a defensive player going 20. That's what it is. And it hurts. And it leaves you sore. And it leaves you injured. And with every run, you become a little bit less special, a running back. That's just the grim fact of being a running back. And that's why... The franchise value for running backs, the tag value, is $10.09 million a year. Uh, another thing to realize, Ursay's desire to make a buck. I'm not talking about cap space. People keep talking about cap space. Colts have $19 million in cap space. I used to go get uh, breakfast or lunch or coffee or whatever. I didn't drink the coffee. I got a smoothie. At Starbucks in St. Louis with Kevin Demoff, who at the time was the COO of the St. Louis Rams. Now he's the COO of the Los Angeles Rams. He told me never had Stan Kroenke asked him a single question about cap space. Did he want to know about net revenue? You bet your ass he did. He wanted to know to the penny how much money he was making. But cap room, cap room's not cash. Jimmer says interested in cash, not necessarily cap room. Uh, Rich Rodeman says, do you suppose that JT will miraculously become healthy when he has to perform his physical for the trade? 
yes, I do expect that. I expect him to recover, to pass the physical when they have the physical. I think at this point, his not passing the physical, I think was engineered by both Taylor and the Colts to draw attention away from him not participating with the team. I think that this was kind of an engineered, a non-injury injury, if you will. Now, his being on the pup list, and this is another thing to remember, he's got to either be on the pup list next Tuesday or be on the active roster. And if he stays on the pup list, he's down for the first four games. If he's on the active roster, and they could still trade him, but Chris Ballard doesn't like to give up that 53rd spot on the roster. He doesn't like that at all. So that's a problem. Michigan Hoosier, good heavens. Now that's a donation. Don't catch you live often. My semi-annual installment for your great entertainment. Nobody works harder at bringing us Indiana sports than you. Michigan Hoosier, you've made my wife's day, for the love of God. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Um, cuts come Tuesday. Cuts Tuesday, baby. And cuts, like if Jonathan Taylor is on the pup list, if he stays there, I would guess that this is going to be, and that's the deadline for this deal. David Schweibold says, love the show, Kent. Why do the Colts feel the need to treat the first couple of regular season games like the preseason, then be surprised when they lose? A Manning-led Colts team always came out hot. Not always. Remember that year that he had the knee in 2008? In 2008, they came out three and four. Then they got hot and they ran the table. They won the last nine. So there is a precedent for the Colts not being too terribly good with Peyton Manning, at least at first. But this is becoming ridiculous for the Colts. They have lost the season opener, season opener in 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. This would be the 10th opener in a row they will have lost if they lose to the Jaguars. But I'm telling you, they're not going to lose that game. They're going to win that game on September 10th. I guarantee it. I'll cut all my hair off if they don't. All right. Uh, let's see. As long as I got the laptop out here, let's check the score of the Cubs game. I, you people are, are uh, Michigan Hoosiers paying top dollar. I got to deliver uh, up-to-date scores. The Cubs up in the top of the ninth, 5-4. to four. How did they score in the ninth? That is the question. I don't blame you for it. Or in the eighth. Gomes, he singled left, half scored. Gomes out trying stretching it to second. I ain't what the hell, honest to God. The Cubs do something good and something bad at the same time with great regularity. All right. Oh, Cowboys defensive end, Evan, uh, or, uh, yeah, Evan Williams arrested Sunday on charges of possession of a controlled substance, not pot, by the way, and unlawful carrying of a weapon. He was a second-round pick in 22. He played 15 games last year. If he is suspended, this is where it's Colts-centric. Ben Banigou's got a hell of a shot of making the roster. Ben Banigou is listed behind Williams for that backup defensive end spot behind Demarcus Lawrence. So what do you think about that? Good heavens, that is just absolutely ridiculous. By the way, it's Sam Williams, not Evan Williams. I knew I got that wrong. A victim of my own handwriting. IU has its starting quarterback. Tom Allen says he's made the choice. It's either going to be Taven Jackson or Brandon Soresby. He's not telling anybody. Why? Because it may give Ohio State an advantage. Ohio State getting an advantage. I just 
can't uh, believe that. Uh, is that going to make any difference, for God's sake? Is it going to make, and by the way, uh, Robert McIntyre, thank you for the super sticker. Very, very nice of you. Uh, I'm trying to celebrate it, but the machine won't let me. Feel the need to treat the first couple of regular, oh, that's that. Absolutely. Um, it's not going to make any difference. The Hoosiers are 19-point dogs. All right, 19-point dogs. That's what Indiana is in this thing. Or 29. I'm sorry, 29-point dogs. Knowing whether it's Taven Jackson or Brandon Sorsby is not going to make any difference to the way the Buckeyes prepare for this game at Memorial Stadium just 10 days from today. It's not. But that said, it can't hurt to keep it under wraps. Like, what... What do we care whether it's Sorsby or Jackson, right? It doesn't make any difference to us. Why do we need to know the answer to that question? I don't feel any stupider for not knowing the answer to that question. So good for Tom Allen. Keep it behind closed doors. Keep the curtain pulled. It doesn't matter. Me going to the game a week from Saturday, whether I see Taven Jackson or Brandon Sorsby is absolutely irrelevant to my enjoyment of the contest. Chainsaw art. Look at this. It's beautiful. Guy did this with a chainsaw. We bought it at a uh, live auction. Couldn't be happier with it. Doesn't it look cool? You see that periodically in the uh, Inside Indiana Sports Now videos. It looks very cool under the lights, too. And then, of course, we've got the, uh, the Pine Top Prognosticator, the great Ivan over here. Ivan, what's going to happen with, uh, with Jonathan Taylor? Didn't I tell you yesterday? Listen, Jonathan Taylor is going to be a cult. End of story. I have spoken. There you go. There's Ivan. You pay for a multi-character uh, podcast. By God, that's what you get here. Happy to do it. Thanks to everybody who donated. Michigan Hoosier, awesome. Everybody uh, uh, ponying up. Here we go, sports. Do you think JT will fire his agent after all is said and done? I'll tell you. I think that Jonathan Taylor is going to figure out a, a little bit better, and it's best through experience to learn things. He's learning through experience exactly how you hire people. We'll just leave it at that. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning or if news breaks. If news breaks, we break it over my head. It's just that simple breakfast with Kent tomorrow.